Digital. Student-centered. Creative. Innovation. Imagination. Initiative. Stories that matter. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for this episode of Tales of Teaching Online. My name is Laura Tubino, and today I'm joined by Andrew Kane, Associate Head of School Learning in the School of IT, who will share with us the School of IT Capstone program and how it is driving a culture change in the school. So hello, Andrew. Thanks for being here. Um, would you like to describe the current Capstone program in the School of IT? Yep. Okay. So the Capstone program in the School of IT is designed for students to showcase their achievement of the course learning outcomes. That's an explicit requirement in the assessment within the capstone program. It's actually a two credit point capstone. So we are two single credit points, uh, one after the other, uh, in which students work on a, a, a work in a company on projects uh, that sort of have a long running lifespan. Uh, at the moment, we have students working in companies of up to uh, around about 120 students in each company. Uh, and then within that company, they organize themselves into groups and then work on projects that help progress that company's vision. Uh, they then draw upon what they have done in the um, in those projects in order to meet the, or to demonstrate how they're meeting all of their course learning outcomes. So they have to explicitly grab all of the course learning outcomes off the website, which is actually a slightly challenging thing to do, uh, and then um, communicate their progress on those uh, at the end of the first uh, trimester. And then in the second trimester, they indicate where they started with the, the course learning outcomes, what they've, they've achieved already, and then they aim to to demonstrate achievement of all of the course learning outcomes by the end of that second trimester. Oh, that is really interesting. So having been involved a little bit on this program, I, I know that, as you say, they go and look at the course learning outcomes and this assessment or this program in general is um, very student-centered in that the student themselves chooses how much work and what type of work they will do. Um, so they decide on their own what type of grade they will be getting. Um, but as you say, these teams are 120 students per team. So it's not really teamwork, would you say? Um, I would say the opposite. I'd say it is actually team. It, it forces teamwork much more than we had teamwork in the past. The previous model that we had, we allocated students to groups of around 10, 10 students, so five from it. You know, obviously, there wasn't always five and five, but five from the first capstone and five from the second capstone unit. Um, that meant that the, the students in the second capstone unit would be mentoring those from the first capstone unit. So we get some transfer of knowledge uh, from one group to the other. We still have that idea within the companies. But the larger groups mean that the students now need to do much more in the terms of group work because they've got to be able to coordinate the groups and uh, you know work out, define the responsibilities for each group, work out how they interface, how they connect together. So it brings in a whole lot of new dynamics that you don't have when you've just have a group, you know, a group of ten people even is a big group usually, but uh, when it's a group of one hundred and twenty, you have to have you know, ways of organizing those 120 to make them work effectively. And isn't it difficult to get students to um, establish their own companies? Because here the students are 
even deciding on what the structure will be of the company, right? They are deciding of the kind of leadership there will be and the distribution of, of labor or work and even on what kind of work they will be doing. Um, was it difficult to, to get students to do this or to actually um, get academics to allow students to do this, to, to get that amount of freedom? Um, two different questions there. Uh, <laughs> the first one, the students, well, we, so this, I guess it's not just, it's student and staff led. So it is a partnership, I think, between the two. So the students, but well, the way I think about the companies is the companies have the worst turnover, uh, where approximately 50% of your employees leave every 11 weeks. Uh, so that means you don't have long, you don't have, with the students, we don't have that long-term vision. So the staff bring the long-term vision, they help to guide the students in organizing the company and help bring in the, the long-term view. This is what we're working on. These are the project ideas so that the company, because if the company just could go any direction every trimester, then it potentially goes nowhere because it just never has any coherence. So hopefully the staff bring in the, um, the coherence so that we have a certain, this company has this idea and this objective that it's working on. And it therefore organizes itself to meet that objective. Now, the exact way they organize themselves, that would be student and staff, sorry, student and staff organized. But yeah, the students are probably the ones doing more of the work. So this is a, this is the first trimester that we're doing the, the capstone in this way. Uh, and we identified some students who did well in the capstone previously. And they really took to leading these companies and to helping organize how you know the companies would organize themselves in order to meet these or whatever objectives they have for that particular company so that actually wasn't too bad and this the leadership students have really the problem we have is the opposite problem <laughs> it's not about how how do you get them to do the work it's how do you stop them doing too much work um, i think that's the biggest problem so lots of the leadership students have just taken it on board and really are putting themselves totally into leading these companies and trying to get the best out of the best possible outcomes for the the company and setting it up in a way that will have well hopefully most of them have a reasonably long-term view beyond their own trimester so they are um, capturing what their you know the way they want things to work and um, trying to think about how to put things in place for students in future uh, trimesters. That is an amazing outcome indeed. And I, I have in fact been impressed with the leadership students because what I have observed is that they are not only leading their companies, but I have also seen that they are driving different initiatives that uh, have sometimes nothing to do with their companies, but it, they have become like, I don't know, driving the whole, like helping their their peers find different jobs and talking about diversity and inclusion and, you know, having input on curriculum. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? What's happening there? Yeah, so all of this was made possible by changes to the assessment, which meant that it wasn't a standard group assignment where most, I don't know, most academics in have group assignments mark one product 
and you get a, a mark from that and then you distribute that mark across all of the people who contributed to the project. Whereas with Capstone, we tried to move away from that a few years ago um, and we got a VC award for that, so that was nice, uh, which was looking at instead of marking these group projects is group work, we mark, or the group product, we have each student produce a portfolio that demonstrates what they've done. We scaffold the development of that portfolio through the, the trimester so they get feedback and uh, can use that feedback to improve their performance. And by the end, they have a portfolio that showcases what they have been able to achieve individually. So as a student, this is my contributions and I'm assessed on what I did, not what everybody else did. Now, obviously, working together is part of that. We have a been working on a lot of work on the rubric and the way that that scaffolds uh, different professional skills and uh, domain-specific skills within within that artifact that they create. So they're demonstrating achievement of all of their, their course learning outcomes. Um, so with that individual assessment, then we can uh, tailor the rubric to different things that we, we care about. Uh, so in the new capstone model, one dimension of that is their contributions to the company. So their contributions to the company, um, or I guess it's actually really an opportunity, isn't it? The contributions to the company become one opportunity to show achievement of the, say, the distinction or the high distinction criteria, which require them to do leadership or to demonstrate things of excellence that they've done. Uh, Alongside that, in the capstone, we set up the idea of cohorts, which were peer support uh, peer support groups. So we actually had them originally by um, discipline. So different areas of IT had their own uh, cohort and the students were encouraged to use the cohorts to help support each other. Uh, and then that was another opportunity where they can show leadership in their portfolio if they're doing interesting things through the cohorts. Um, but as you said, the students have then taken it further. So that's sort of the framework that we put in place. Uh, and we were approached by some students to set up a women in IT um, cohort because uh, there's uh, a gender imbalance in IT that needs to be addressed. And this is looking at providing some extra support for the female students that we have uh, in, the, uh, in the unit. So we set that up, which was really nice. And that has been very, I believe has been very positive. It's only accessible by female staff and <laughs> the students at the moment. So I haven't actually seen it myself, uh, but there's been lots of activity, I believe in, in that. And then from that, they've set up their own now uh, equity and diversity um, cohort that where they're, where they're, I guess, getting a broader community of people connected to those ideas and they're raising those things a bit more publicly, uh, which is really great. Uh, they've also then arranging things like guest presentations from other people to come in to talk to these different cohorts that are available and to talk in the companies to do different things. One of the students is organized. So we had a cohort for all of the leadership students so they can have a peer network where they can talk to each other about what they're doing and how they're going, setting up their companies. Uh, and, and they might be leaving, leading other aspects, they would have access to it as well. Um, they've set up a leadership conference now uh, so that they could get together and share ideas and things that are happening. Um, and which is really interesting. So none of these things, lots of those things that are entirely, came out of the system entirely organically from the students wanting to engage in it and to thinking about ways they could make it better. 
Um, and the, the great thing is the assessment approach will reward them for doing that, which is sort of the, was the starting idea. We changed the assessment so that we could reward students for doing interesting things. Um, and now we're getting students doing interesting things. That is a, a beautiful outcome that is uh, occurring there. Um, as we started by saying, this capstone program had the aim of changing the culture in the school. So what is the long-term vision for this change in culture? Uh, well, I guess it's about getting students more engaged, I guess, getting them to take more ownership responsibility for what they're doing. So that's, we, I think we touched on a little bit earlier, we talked about the assessment so and students being able to pick their grade and work out what they do. So this is a common theme now across most of, I think it's actually across most of, or many of the units, I'm not sure quite if we're 50% yet, <laughs> across many of the units in the School of IT, uh, where students will uh, target a grade and then demonstrate achievement of that of the criteria associated with that grade in a portfolio as part of their uh, as part of their assessment, and that's working really nicely. Right back to first year with, um, for example, the discrete maths units. I think our sort of gold standard unit where we have a um, a discrete maths unit through centered assessment centered primarily around reflection, uh, which you don't usually associate with. Um, maths assignment uh, maths assessments but uh, it's a really great unit where we focus on um using assessment for to help drive the learning i guess and it's about the students learning how to learn and um demonstrating that they can learn and that they can learn the maths so we're getting the discipline uh specific knowledge coming through so that is not being weakened but i think that's staff would say that's being strengthened by the reflective process but at the same time the students are also becoming more aware of all of these other uh, things that they're learning and they're taking greater responsibility so that that's uh sort of an underlying thing across the whole school so that's now well established in the capstone so what you do in capstone and how you pitch your contributions you know, you need to do be more engaged and more connected to do to get the higher grades, demonstrating things like leadership and uh, and excellence. So that's in the end of the program, but we don't sort of want it to hide at the end because it's a nice. We should have a nice showcase piece. So we've gone from, I think the cool the the picture to take away is we've gone from seventy projects that were all fairly small to six companies. So seventy projects with you know, 10 students in each one to seven or six, six companies with, you know, up to a hundred students in each one means that we're going to have much bigger and much more impressive things being created by these students because they're all working together collaboratively to build interesting things. And we're actually seeing that already, the output. So some of the companies are working on projects that have long running history and are visible outside of Deakin and people outside of Deakin have already asked me, oh, what's going on? How come you guys seem to be doing a lot more than you were doing in the past? So it's really interesting. We're getting some traction in terms of that output. So we're going to have these really cool output that we want to showcase. So we're now trying to bring that back across the curriculum. So we have a unit that sits uh, as the prerequisite to get into the capstone as a sort of a second year stepping stone unit to, from first year into second year. So we're now connecting that with the capstone and that's going to focus on things like teamwork, professional practice, as well as uh, IT skills. And 
students will in that unit be able to start looking into capstone to see what are different ways that leadership exists within these capstone models, how it is group work working. And they can reflect on group work and teamwork and effective group work uh, without really having to do group work or a group assignment, which is the usual way we do it. So this way, we think we can have a bit more of a sort of an academic approach to looking at teamwork and give them some strategies and tools that they can then start to apply when they get into the capstone unit themselves and they can reflect on it and they can observe it uh, beforehand. Uh, so that should be cool. So the idea will be they'll observe capstone in that second year unit, but then they'll also become interns in the unit. We already have a few interns uh, who are students that are not yet in the capstone program who are already joining companies because they are wanting to do some more do some more interesting things. And so we go, well, why don't you join this company and see if you can do some stuff to help them out? And so uh, they're all free open source projects that people are working on. So the students' contributions will be publicly visible. So they'll get credit for that. So I don't have any, I don't feel any internal issues at asking students to volunteer if they want to on these projects. Uh, so they'll have interns in second year, then we'll bring it back to first year once that's working, bring it back to first year so students find out about the companies in first year, find out what they're doing and get an idea of what different roles there are in these companies and start to see them uh, and them becoming a stepping stone for that, for them as an individual getting through from, you know, their first encounters with IT through to um, becoming an intern through these companies, becoming joining these companies and then going out into real companies outside of uh, university after that. Mm -hmm. That is really impressive. And I I would love to hear a little bit about the challenges because I'm sure there have been a lot of challenges along the way to get to where you are right now. Um, yeah, I forgot to go back to that. You mentioned <laughs> uh, getting yeah some challenges before. So I guess the big challenge is um being prepared to trust the students <laughs> uh like you said at the start you know how would will the students do anything if we give put them in these big companies so we went from micromanaging the students where we assigned them we picked the project for them we picked their teammates we got them together in a group and that became a huge administrative process and administrative challenge for us um but it was very hard then to go to uh, open model where students are like we don't we didn't do that we didn't do that at all for the start of this trimester we just told students um sorry we just told students that there were these different companies and they needed to join one uh and so they sorry just put my phone on do not disturb Uh, so they had to, you know, we had to trust that they would actually do that. And there was, we had, back, people had backup plans created in case the students didn't do it. But of course they did. <laughs> they all joined companies themselves. Um, we then have to trust the students will be able to lead it. So that letting go a bit of that control is challenging. Um, but if you do it, then the student gives the students a great opportunity to actually, you know, take responsibility for their learning. And the majority of students, the vast majority of students did this. We only had, I think was out of 500, 600 students this trimester, there was only 20 or something that didn't 
enroll in a company by the date that we had specified. So I think it was week, end of week two. Most of them are done at end of week one. At the end of week two, there's only 20 students left and we haven't been able to contact those 20 students. So we, we've directly you know, emailed them, sent them messages, con tried to contact them. And so they're just not contactable. So every student who I think is actively engaged in the unit is in a company by the end of week two, they're all engaged. The company is giving them control to do what they want and to organize themselves has worked really well. Um, and then we just have to help guide and support the students in, in organizing those. Uh, the same with letting go, I guess, of the assessment um, in a way. The students, so this is, we have to trust the students are going to be able to demonstrate their achievement of the course learning outcomes. And we then use the assessment to help guide and support them in doing that rather than really putting the assessment to test them. We put the assessment to give them an opportunity to show what they've achieved. And do you have any advice for anyone uh, wanting to try a similar approach in their schools or courses? Well, my advice would be, no, don't do it yourself. Come and join us. We would love to have your students in our companies. Uh, <laughs> that's what I would really, we really need some business students to help us uh, organize these businesses and come up with um, marketing plans and actually sell the product because we're going to be able to build some cool technical products in these companies but we have no business expertise in them <laughs> uh, like we could the same for all of the other you know we have companies that are looking at building health products but there's no health stuff connected with it there's uh great opportunities for design work so for from arts education it'd be great to have people um so it would be really cool if we this is The great thing about this is now in, and I didn't mention that before, in these companies, we have postgraduate and undergraduate students mixed together. We have cybersecurity, IT, software engineering, computer science, um, artificial intelligence, did I say AI already? I can't remember. Uh, data science, we've got the full range of all of our courses, IT management, all of these different courses in there, and they're all mixed together. But because each student is aiming to demonstrate achievement of their course learning outcomes. Each student is customizing the, the program to work for them and they have to demonstrate their achievement of their course learning outcomes. So it wouldn't matter if we had a business student in the course, in the program, they'd have to have business, they'd have to demonstrate achievement of business learning outcomes. We would then have to have staff connected to the program to help with the assessment, to make sure that they're demonstrating the right things and give them guidance on that. But I think that would be super cool. That would be the that would be the next. So we talked about next within the school, but next is bigger. After that is bigger. So once we've got stuff smooth here, it'd be really great to bring in more people. But it's definitely worth it. Like that would be my advice. What a great call for action! I think that is a great way to to finish talking about this um, amazing program that you have established. Thank you very much for joining us, Andrew. Thanks, Laura. Bye bye. Bye.